Hello, folks. This is Mark, and you're listening to the Ballpark Hunter Podcast. I'm Mark Vick, as your host, and I am a regular contributor to the website Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in sports reviews. And we also do a lot of regional food stories, so I think our guest fits perfectly with that uh, subject. His name is Adam Horvath. He's from Fanwood, New Jersey. You know, lives right down the street from where I grew up in Colonia. And uh, he has an amazing website about indigenous foods, regional foods called Food Digitus. So, Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. It's a pleasure to uh, to be on this podcast. So, you just got back from a Baltimore Ravens game. Are you a Ravens fan, or is that you just like to go to NFL stadiums? I'm a diehard Philly everything fan. No. I live in North Jersey, so that's that's rough. But uh, <laughs> you know, no, we just got back from Baltimore for our annual uh, friends football game across the country trip and uh, we chose Baltimore this year and I literally just got back it was really fun it was a good game too I mm-hmm. went in with no uh with no rooting interest usually when we go we pick the team that uh you know the home team so it was nice to uh see them pull it out now yeah so, so every year you go to a different NFL stadium is that that's correct NFL yeah so we went to Buffalo last season but really in January it was the last game of the year so we okay. kind of snuck two in to make up for the pandemic we've done Green Bay which nice. was amazing um you know obviously Philly New York but uh so, yeah I love going to different stadiums much like yourself I, I checked out your uh, your website and your contributions you. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's amazing what you guys do yeah stadium journey we uh we try to hit everything and like this week I'm trying to plan on going to my picks are going to an IU football game, going to a Notre Dame hockey game. Now Notre Dame hockey game is out of sight or going to a Valpo, no longer the Crusaders, the Valparaiso beacons football game. Uh, and they have, it looks like a high school stadium to me. So I'm really kind is of up D, in the air. Is that D3? I'm sorry. Is that I think it's, it's either D3 or D2. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's one of those stadiums that I live near and I need to uh, get out there and check it out because, uh, you know, we just don't have a review and we like to update them. And sometimes we have uh, reviews of stadiums that actually it's uh Valpo is a D1 program. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's a D1 school based on, uh, based on what I just read. So uh, obviously when you go to stadiums, you, you have food. Sometimes it's regional food. We are both from New Jersey. Everybody's going to talk about pork roll or Taylor ham. Uh, yeah. Tell you, yeah. You grew up in the <laughs> part of New Jersey. You grew up where they called it pork roll, correct? No, I grew no. up in Taylor ham. So I was born in South Jersey till I was seven. That's where okay. I got my Philly, Philly allegiance. But then like I lived most of my life in North Jersey, Northwestern oh. Jersey. Okay, so you're a South Jersey guy who calls it Taylor Ham, which I do another podcast with a gentleman called Dan Calachico, who's a South Jersey guy, Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, Sixers. He calls it pork roll. He will fight you if you call it anything else. Uh, Where I grew up in Colonia, which is not too far from you, we called it either pork roll or Taylor Ham. I don't know. If you hear you literally might be the town that it's split where some yes. like you might be the you might be the D mark, you know? Yes. The DMZ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. We always we called it both. It was we never knew there was South Jersey was this way, North Jersey was that way. And I so remember I, looking, yeah, it was weird. No, yeah. 
I'm sorry for stepping on you. I think that the no. reality is people from South Jersey, which I was, I'm not a South Jersey guy. I've, you know, I was born there, but I, I think I've always been a North Jersey guy. Here's the confusion part. They're right. It's not Taylor Ham, but it's always going to be Taylor Ham. They think that when we say Taylor Ham, we mean pork roll that's made by Taylor. No, we mean the entire meat is Taylor Ham, whether it's yes. Case who makes it. It's it's. It's always going to be. And it's definitely a hot topic here, especially for my blog and, and the things I contribute to on, on Facebook. I mean, people will go to battle. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Star Ledger had a map and I looked at the line of like demarcation and it was uh, Clark in New Jersey. So it was those two counties. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense because we called it both. We thought one was a generic name and the other one was the brand name. So that that's why we say, uh, call it that, kind of like Kleenex tissue, Band-Aid, uh, adhesive bandage. We just never knew there was this these fighting words. Uh, but, you know, your blog talks about that. And uh, it's called food, not called, what, what do people, it's food, foodigious. People call it's it another name. It's foodigenous. It's the my clever merging of indigenous and foods. Uh, yeah. Foodigenous. I have like family members that still call it foodie genius, but foodie there's genius. actually a yeah, there's actually a place that another site called Food Genius. Uh, no, and mm -hmm. I think that you know I love indigenous foods. I like you've highlighted. You blew mm -hmm. my mind. I think the first time you and I interacted is when you introduced me to a Spanish hot dog. Yes, which is something that is I'm, I'm angry with myself for not knowing about that. <laughs> yeah, Spanish hot dogs of Logansport. I uh, actually went up to like I think five or six locations that serve it uh, up in Logansport, Indiana. And you know, once you leave Logansport, nobody calls it a Spanish hot dog. There may be a few places that use that term, but people that grow up in Logansport and they come down to Indianapolis or Lafayette or Fort Wayne, they'll, they'll say, yeah, take a Spanish dog. I'll get some Spanish sauce. And everybody looks at them like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I think I saw you eat it at a, like I got a, was it a high school or a college yes. basketball game? It, too? No. Th yeah. That was a high school gym, the berry bowl. And they were serving Spanish hot dogs there. Yes, they, they make their own Spanish sauce, which somebody told me is uh, made from a place called Mr. Happy Burger, which is a legendary joint in town. Uh, the owner yeah, opened I, it. I'm, I'm all up on it now. I mean, yeah. within a week, I went crazy looking this up because that oh. is an absolute foodigenous. That is something yeah. that is is, is it's mind boggling because I look, I spend way too much time in my life looking up this stuff. And uh, I don't too. know how I missed this one. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's not talked about because that's the thing. It's like like once you leave Logansport, like nobody really calls it that. Uh, and then kind of like on your blog or your website, you know, you brought up the Texas hot wiener. That's a term they use in Patterson, New Jersey and other yeah. parts of Jersey. But once you, you know, once you leave the area, you don't really hear that term. You know, obviously, yeah. Scranton, like Nepa, Northeast Pennsylvania, they'll call it, you know, they use it up in upstate New York at some places. Uh, but what was fascinating, and this is how we got connected, you had uh, you wrote an article with somebody else, I believe, about how the term Texas hot wiener is not from Patterson. It's not from New Jersey. Right. It, it stems from Altoona, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, that was hard. It was it was heartbreaking. Right. That sounds dramatic. But my mom's from Patterson. So growing up. You know, she would take me to the place and uh, proudly say, this is where I ate as a kid and your grandfather mm -hmm. ate it. Um, 1924, there was this mysterious Greek owner who yes. first coined the term. Well, it's kind of BS. And I found that out by someone who reached out to me, kind of like you, read my blog and asked if I would do a, a 
collaboration with him. He's wandering spectator. I'll give him yes. a plug. He's yeah, similar to you. I mean, he, he does the same thing. He goes to different stadiums and writes about it, but he also has like a, uh, a side blog about um, true crime and uses newspapers.com, which I think yeah. you do too. Cause you I do too. Yeah. It blew Great my site. mind. So now I have a newspapers.com subscription and uh, quickly found out that what I believed to be true all my life was not. And it definitely is Altoona. So. No, no, you're right. 1918, right, is the earliest you found it, a reference that we know of. That we know of, right? And the fact that we saw it as an ad in a 1918 Pittsburgh classified, it was a, a for sale ad, means that the word existed be, be, before that day. Otherwise, yes. no one would know what it is. It's just trying to find that. Now, I don't know if you, you're you on a lot of the same Facebook groups as I am. Mm -hmm. The ones in New Jersey, I mean, people are fighting with me. They're calling me a liar. Yeah, I, that's, I get it. That's why, that's why I was going to ask you, how how's the feedback been? Hate mail, death yeah, threats? Yeah, hate, hate some death threats. <laughs> um, I get it. I mean, it was like, you know, and I, I wrote about this, but remember when Bruce Willis found out that he was dead at the end of Sixth Sense and there was that spiraling scene where that's how I felt when I realized this. And I see a lot mm. of people who grew up believing the same thing feeling the same way yeah so that those of you who don't know what a texas hot wiener is it's a it's a coney dog for you know the, the midwest it's a michigan yeah. for you guys up in plattsburgh um and a chili dog i guess for you guys chili in, dog. Uh, in los angeles yeah and a chili yeah. dog for see i grew up calling it chili dogs but i remember growing up uh driving through union new jersey and and springfield and plainfield and seeing the texas hot wiener signs and you know i didn't know there was a difference and then one day uh we did go to one of these locations and it's like, Oh, these are, these are chili dogs. They're very good. It's a nice little meat sauce. And, uh, but you know, out here in Indiana, there's a place up in Fort Wayne that makes these awesome conies. And I was up there recently taking some videos and pictures of the place hasn't changed in over a hundred years, but you know, we all can say that these dishes were brought over by Greek immigrants. Who, 100. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I think what we wanted to find out when I was uh, disproved, I, you know, when Patterson proved not to be the, the founder, I think we wanted to find um, this like unicorn, this one hill in Greece where all of these, <laughs> you know, Texas wiener, Coney dog people, they lived and like there was one house that shared the recipe. That's not true. You know, unfortunately, no. um, it came over and a lot of people, I mean, it's kind of awesome, right? So people come over with their own recipe. In New Jersey, we don't know what a Coney dog is. Coney dogs don't no. exist. It's either a Texas wiener up north or it's a chili dog. Coney dog, I mean, it's even on the East Coast, it's very little. I, I like that you you pointed out at Plattsburgh, the Michigan dog, which is awesome. That whole story, I have yet to write about it, but that's an amazing story about, you know, food going from Coney Island to Michigan and then from Michigan back to New York. Yeah. And each time it changes its name. It changes its name, but it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Like even, so, yeah. Uh, I live uh, I live out I live about 100 miles from Cincinnati and they have their own type of chili, which is not really chili. It's it's a meat sauce. It's a local dish from Greece. Uh, yeah. I think Macedonian Greece. Yep. That uh, was introduced to the city in, in around 1922 and no one was eating it. So they decided to uh, it was a meat sauce you put over pasta. So yeah. they decided to throw uh, cheese on it and add some little different seasonings and call it chili. Right. And now Cincinnati has a, a chili parlor on every block, it seems. So Cincinnati chili is a food indigenous, right? I'm really yes. trying to make this word stick, but that is that, that is, is absolutely 
that's a Philly cheesesteak. You know, that's a Buffalo chicken wing. I think it's getting a lot more play than um, than a Texas wiener, you know. Yes. Uh, I, and it doesn't mean that it's better. I mean, it might be better. But, you know, for some reason, some things, you know, take off. For instance, have you been to any Trenton, New Jersey baseball games? Oh, yeah. And the Thunder games. Did you ever have a, a mustard pizza, you know, while a, attending a thunder game no i have not had a mustard pizza i didn't know that they had it at the games i know they had pizza slices but i never had uh i mean i've had a tomato pie i have not had the mustard version yeah so i'm tricking you a little bit so yeah the the mustard pie they don't serve it at the games but mustard pie is a definitively a trent new jersey originated you know and that is something that you know you are not much like the uh the spanish dog you're not really getting that outside of a trend you know yeah it's it's kind of now picked up i think because of the new jersey food groups that we have yes we're seeing it spread so in my area like there's actually one in garwood now that serves it and it's dynamite no way garwood has one okay yeah garwood has one which is down the street from where you grew up and uh a few places in south south jersey that your buddy will will probably know about highness port yeah but it's a great it's a great combination that doesn't make any sense it's literally mustard uh, covered with cheese, covered with regular tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. If you throw sausage on it, it's dynamite. And when you bite wow. it, it's like a backyard burger kind of. Like it's got now, that of uh, everything. Is it spicy mustard? Is it yellow mustard? What are we so it depends where you go. The traditional one is spicy mustard, but I've also okay. had it with deli mustard. I prefer the spicy mustard, especially with the meat. It kind of complements it. Okay. But with the, uh, the Trenton tomato pie is typically a sweeter, sauce so you really do get a combination of uh, a lot of flavors in your mouth when you get that mustard pie so try yeah it. and and i i also have a i also have a youtube video where i have the tomato pie and, and it looks like a regular i mean if you compare uh, a regular slice to a tomato pie it does look different but it's the same shape same feel uh i think with the tomato pie it's crushed tomatoes it's not as highly seasoned as maybe a neapolitan yeah, again, depending on where. So Papa's, uh, Papa's tomato pie is the longest uh, continuously run family pizzeria in the country. And that's started in Trenton and now it's in Robbinsville or Hamilton, right right outside. And they took over this uh, this mustard pizza that's, you know, they call it, they say it's the home of the mustard pie. It really originated elsewhere, but mm-hmm. migrated over. But yeah, so, you know, I think if they created it or they're running with it, you know, you look at those and judge what a tomato pie is. And it's like you said, it's not really a traditional tomato sauce. Yeah. Now, there's another regional pizza that I don't know if you heard of. It's at the Columbus Farmer's Market. There's yeah. two pizzerias there, uh, Caden Owls and yeah. Pete's. I've now, had neither of them. I, I have yet to eat these. And, oh, uh, I can't wait to try them. I keep seeing the photos look awesome. Yeah, I remember I remember a friend of mine told me about the place and he's like, yeah, it's in Columbus, New Jersey. I'm like, where the heck is that? Far south that it's all Philadelphia fans down there. Sure, and I, would love. I, I drive down there and I, and I had and I I was and somebody just told me to go to that market just for, you know, because I, I like those type of places. And I had the pizza and I was like, man, this pizza is kind of good. It's different, though, you know, and. I, I I would say it's very close to a Detroit style without the crispy edges, but it's yeah. a lot saucier. There's a lot more tomato sauce. And if you you know, and you know this, right? Because based on your 
your your resume of what I've watched you do, you've gone to a lot of these different places. I mean, yes. there are these little hidden gems everywhere. There's a pizzeria that's in uh, Briar Hill. I think it's yep. Youngstown. Youngstown, Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Yeah. I know. That, that was started in a church. Yes. That is served on Fridays. That yep. makes me want to drive six hours, get it, and come home in the same day. I've yet to have <laughs> it, but it, got, it, it became so locally known that I understand other pizzerias have, have copied it. And have you had that? I have not had that. That's something I just found out. I also found out about Dayton, Ohio style pizza. I read about that too. I've never heard of that, but I'm only two hours away. So I got the week off from work. I, I may be driving to Dayton sometime this week. Is there a stadium you can hit up there that, uh, that, uh, that... you know, there's, um, I mean, yeah, there's the, the ballpark, the Dayton Dragons, you know, it's off season. There's Wright State Raiders uh, College, University of Dayton Flyers. They have a football stadium. They have one heck of a basketball arena, though. So I may postpone that till till yeah. I'm out there for a specific reason. Obviously, if I drive to Columbus, the Blue Jackets are playing this Friday. I thought about going to see a game there. Uh, so definitely stop there. And but yeah, I've never heard of Dayton style pizza. And apparently it's, you know, there's a pizza war. You have a few places that that serve it. Uh, and then there's Ohio style Valley, which I've had. Yeah, I, which I've, I've yet to have either. So I was thinking about, well, so Ohio style is the cold cheese pizza. I don't yes. know if you had a chance to to read about. So I wrote a story about cold cheese and much like mustard pizza, where I tried to introduce my hometown to it. I introduced my hometown. We did a, a cold cheese pizza, but I didn't do the Ohio Valley uh, style, which is slightly different. I did the upstate New York style. Yeah, I've heard about. I've I've seen that on TV somewhere. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not it's, to me. That's kind of like the cheapest version of a style. It's yeah. just someone smart enough to put cold cheese on a piping hot slice to eat it, so they don't burn their mouth. Yeah, but the uh, the Ohio style that you're talking about, I, I have to drive out there. Yeah, and that's I you know and that started with somebody who was in Italy during the war. He saw people making pizza this way, and he brought it back to Steubenville, Ohio. Yep. Uh, I first had it when I went to a Wheeling Nailers game. They're an ECHL hockey team. And everybody was hanging out at this pizzeria beforehand. And I ordered a, I ordered a slice and I'm looking at it. I'm like, the, the cheese isn't melted. But yeah. what people do there is that they put it in the box and when they get it home, it's steam, so it's hot. So you can eat it three different ways. Hot, cold, or kind of semi-permanent. Oh, we got a visitor Sorry. today. That's my cat. Sorry yeah. about that. No, no. Sometimes my my Yorkie shows up on here, so <laughs> but she's upstairs. You are you are a uh, well knowledge. So you're a sports fan and a foodie. Uh, yes. It's obvious. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who 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 was your uh, team? You know, growing up in Jersey, are you New York and? Uh, yes, I'm a know? I'm a New York Mets guy. Unfortunately, uh, been crying a lot into uh, to some drinks last night, but unlike, was, well, do you want to go on? I'm sorry. Yeah, unlike. Unlike most Met fans, and I was listening to WFAN on the on the internet today, I'm just moving on. It didn't happen this year. We could complain about losing the division. We could complain about not making the right uh, trades at the deadline. We can complain about not signing this person. We can complain about not bringing that person up. It's over. Just move on. I'm rooting so for the Phillies. Philly. I'm rooting for the yeah. Phillies to beat the Braves. So that's awesome of you because I'm a bit of an idiot. You know how Philly fans have, like, we're we're, we're kind of classless sometimes, and some of it's true. Sometimes it uh, 
it made me feel good that you guys were that close and then lost because all my Philly, you know, all my Mets friends who make it very difficult to be a Philly fan living in, um, you know, in ups, you know, in Northern New Jersey were mm-hmm. very confident that this was their year. And uh, uh, see, I didn't think the Mets were going to win this year. I said, if they win the division and they have to play Philadelphia, who they owned, or yeah. St. Louis, I feel good about that. And if they had to play the Dodgers or the Braves, who knows what could happen? I didn't think this team was going to win the World Series. I, If they had to play Houston, I didn't think they were going to beat them. Uh, I don't think the Yankees – and I hope it's going to be Houston out of the American League because I can't yeah. stand the Yankees. So, yeah, I wasn't expecting a World Series, but I get yeah, it. My, my friends, my friends were. And I – you guys had really quality pitching in certain positions that I thought could run with it. So yeah, I'm and, sorry that yeah, it happened because it's and, a rough hundred. It's games rough. It's rough that if you if the Mets had just won won one game, it, it didn't matter when they won yeah. one game, they win the division, and they 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 didn't take care of business when they were asked to, and they didn't they you know they got swept by the Cubs when the Cubs came into town a few weeks ago. They couldn't win in Atlanta. You know, I don't think they choked away the the division. I just think that Braves are playing out of their damn minds. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, I I agree. So here's the thing: you had to play San Diego in the opening round. I know San Diego you don't match up well with because of uh, left-handed pitching, but you got one hit. So you know, let's say you win your division. Let's say you're getting ready to play Philly and Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, or or God forbid Noah Syndergaard one hits you. You're not going to be happy with that. Right. So exactly. it didn't happen. And I'm young enough to remember 84 and 85 and 86. It didn't happen right away. You had to wait a few years. So no, you it's I think it's coming. And I, you know, I don't expect much from my team. I'm happy to be here. You know, you never know. We have a nice, nice enough lineup to sneak some wins, but I think it's the Dodgers year, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, and I don't think the Mets were going to beat the Dodgers. And anyway, even if they made it to the uh, NLDS, by NLCS, but I think everybody would have been happy. So, you know, I'm listening to WFAN. I'm on Twitter. I had to get off Twitter because you, you got <laughs> Mets fans pissing me off. You you have Braves fans, Philly fans running their mouths, and yeah, yeah. you know uh, Yankee fans worse. were Yankee fans were chiming in. I'm like, okay, guys, I I hope Cleveland, I hope Cleveland sweeps you. <laughs> I, so I hope from, Andre Jimenez hits like a game-winning series-ending home run against you. Falling from a cliff, are you taking baseball over football or football? You can only save one sport. What do you say? Oh, it's baseball. Yeah, I'm a baseball guy. Yeah, Mets are so my a, number one team. I'm a football. The Giants yeah. are. I mean, the Eagles. Ugh, the Eagles are my favorite team of everything. And then it's the Sixers. Then it's the Phillies. Okay. But um, you know, I love them all. Yeah. No, I'm uh Mets, Jets, Devils, Knicks. And uh, a little Man City football out in the Premier League. So and, Ted Lasso uh, made me want to pick a team. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah, so I'm going to pick a team. I, I just need some help. So Okay, yeah, it will happen. It will happen. I haven't picked a team in the MLS. I I, I just can't do it. It's like, okay, uh, nope, nope. Man, New York Red Bulls, no. New York City. Are you going to come out this way for the World Cup when we get it? If uh, – it would be great if I can. I mean, it's it'll be during the summer, and that's when I usually come home and visit family. So yeah, you got to do it. I did it at uh, I think when it was ninety four. Ninety four. We got it. 
I, I went to a couple games. I, oh, wow. I went up to um, see Italy, Nigeria. I didn't play either. I worked at a pizzeria, right? So I grew up, my appreciation for food comes from working in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I grew, I grew up with a, a pizzeria filled with Italians and Guatemalan chefs who were so passionate about it. And they just made me go with them. And I learned to really love soccer as a result wow. of seeing the fans at the World Cup. It's insane. Yeah, see, I remember when the they announced the World Cup and I was I was a kid and I was like, man, I'll, we, we definitely need to see a game. And I don't know. I don't my dad. We didn't go see a game at Giant Stadium. I was kind of shocked because uh, he watched every game on TV. He probably didn't want to pay the prices. God only knows how much they were back in I think that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's so expensive to go to games right now. I know. You know I've been married. I've been married 20 years. I have no kids. When my friends go with their kids to games, oh it's, it's it's shocking how much they have to pay. Well, it's this. like, yeah, I remember uh, last year I was at some minor league games with my friend and his daughter. And yeah, you take her to that uh, gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> get me this. Daddy, get me that. So yeah, it, it, it does. Take a 401k loan out. Yeah, no, yeah. it's... Uh, it, it adds up. I assume, though, because I've only been once I saw your site, I actually started counting up how many stadiums I've been to. And I'm nice. 47 years old and I've only been to 20 different stadiums. And of those 20 different stadiums, I'm counting the ones that were knocked down and recreated. So yeah. I've been to the uh, I've been to the link. I've been, you know, been to both Giants stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I really have not even with this annual tour, I have been to hardly as many as you have been. Yeah, well, I mean, you live in an area where you know you can check out some minor league parks. I mean, uh, and a, you know, Princeton, Rutgers have nice football stadiums. Oh well, yeah, I've uh, been to Rutgers uh, a few times, and I, I just got a fifteen pack for the uh, for the um, I guess it's Jersey Mike's Arena now. It used to be called the yeah, Rack for Rutgers. Yeah, the uh, rack. I'm a big fan. I, I didn't go to Rutgers. I went to a different. Uh, I went to Rowan University. Oh yeah, I know Rowan. So I went to Rowan University. It was like the first year it became a you know Rowan. It was Glassboro. I, I guess the year before, oh, and right. we were the Division Three champions, national champions in in basketball, and we had maybe 500 you know people you know watch a game. And then, you know, we went, I think, two years in a row to the championship, the D3 when I was there and just didn't really have crowds. So if I could redo it, I would definitely try to go to a D1 just for the sports. <laughs> yeah, I actually went to Rutgers for three semesters. I wind up getting kicked out uh, for academic uh, grades. Yeah, and yeah. I was there. I wound up in Indiana State because – I just said, I want to go someplace where I can live on campus and enjoy the college life and be away from home. Plus, I was hanging around with a lot of deviants, people that just were not not good. You know, we're, we're the yeah, we're the same age. So this is around uh, late mid 90s that this was happening. So, I, uh, yeah, I went to Indiana State 25 years ago and I, I, I made friends. I not that in, Terre Haute is a wonderful place or a great college atmosphere, but. I still have a lot of good friends that I met my first year, you know, Kevin, Becky, Jeff, Autumn, uh, Lori. I mean, you know, and then I wind up meeting some of their friends like Aaron and Heather and and then met some of their friends later, like Angel and Dave. So, yeah, I met awesome. a lot of good yeah, friends there. And that that didn't happen when I was at Rutgers or New Brunswick. I didn't know. I didn't. I was tra- I was commuting from home from Colonia. It was only like 13 miles. Uh, I was dealing with traffic. I was dealing with finding a parking spot on the New Brunswick campus compared to the Livingston campus. 
Uh, it was a pain in the ass. I hated it. I just, I hated my experience at Rockers. Now, the only thing I did like at Rockers, since we're talking about food, are the fat cats. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Yay, buddy. Those things were the only, that was the best part about going to Rockers, was going to the grease trucks. Now yeah. they're all brick and mortar. But going to the grease trucks, getting a fat cat for lunch or dinner. Yeah, you guys used to do that egg field day, and uh, that that was the reason to go. And that to me is a that's a foodiginess that has yeah. not picked on yet. And uh, you know the brick and mortars, and I think I actually saw it on Shark Tank where a guy was looking to franchise it, and it was mm. a smart idea. It's horribly unhealthy, and yes, you know, but it's perfect when you are you know failing out of college because yeah, it's uh, used to sober up. I also went through an experience like that. I have a regular job, so I'm going to out myself. But when, you know, I, I learned to. I didn't drink until I went to my junior year. Um, and when I did, I, I also had some academic issues, but mm -hmm. had to make up for it. And, uh, you know, everything worked out well. <laughs> no, no, exactly. It took me a little bit longer to graduate, but I, I think I'm in a good spot now. But I just remember, like, my friends saying, you, you got kicked out of Rutgers? Like, what's the yeah. matter with you? <laughs> you know, I, I went to I Rutgers. I, I said, you went to Newark campus. It's different, yeah, you know? Totally not the same. Totally, totally not, not the same. same. I have a Parking question for you better. about this stromboli, right? So I've been reading oh, about yeah. this Evansville stromboli. And oh, Evansville you, know, stromboli. You, you know it's not a stromboli, right? No, it's a sandwich. No, no, no. The yeah. strombolis out here in Indiana are sandwiches. Yes. Sandwiches. They're yes. not strombolis. Like, give me a but break, But I want to go out there and I want to eat that sandwich stromboli and just want to eat it where it's at. For me, everything tastes better. I've had Pizzeria Uno in Clifton, New Jersey, and I've had Pizzeria Uno in Chicago. And Pizzeria Uno in Chicago is always going to taste better. It's just the truth. Even if it doesn't, it will. That's my Oh, opinion. no, it does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have – I just had a Chicago slice the other day from uh, Lou Malnati's, and right. it's good pizza. I mean, I don't hate it. It's made with quality ingredients. I'm not dissing it. It's just not something I grew up with. It's like, you know – but I, I can appreciate good pizza. I love the regional pizzas. I love the fact that – you go someplace, and speaking of Evansville, they have something called the brain sandwich down there, a fried brain sandwich. I read about that, too. That, I don't know if that appeals to me. I'll try it because it's I'm a food blogger, right? But, yeah, uh, it's 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 something that it's an acquired taste. And I think Alton Brown, when he had it, said, I understand why no other city eats this. <laughs> <laughs> you were, um, to segue from regional pizzas, you had commented about uh, Old Forge pizza. Are you oh, familiar yeah. with Old Forge? Yeah, my mom grew up in Wilkes-Barre, so that's the pizza we grew up eating when we went to uh, visit Grandma. So you're Italian, Wilkes-Barre, the Italian side? Is that a, because my family's from uh, Scranton, my dad's uh, side. And they're, no, they're, they're, a bunch of, they're a bunch of Slovaks. My okay, mom's yeah, side, so. yeah. So they they came here. Uh, I think eighteen ninety nine. My uh, great grandfather came here from what is is now Slovakia. He never worked in the mines, but I don't know how he wound up here. I think him and his br brothers and sisters came out here. A lot of people from his village came out to Wilkesbury. Uh, like him and my him and his wife were from the same village. They didn't know each other until they came out to Wilkesbury. So they had their five kids, and then yeah. You like, hear that a lot. That's amazing. My, I had a couple great great uncles or great uncles that were coal miners, and a couple mm -hmm. of them had the black lung. But I actually went to visit my grandmother every August, like for the month of August. My dad died young, so I would when I was young. So 
I would go visit her and it was awesome. I got to see my Lithuanian family and all of that. Oh, nice. And we never went to Old Forge. So I found out about Old yeah. Forge as an adult, like maybe 10 years ago. And now I'm obsessed yeah. with it. No, and, it's, uh, yeah, it's no, great. no, you're absolutely right. It's not like we went to Old Forge to have the pizza, but we would get that style, you know, and I, my mom passed away two years ago. And when I went up there for her funeral services, we went to Old Forge and it's, you know, it's, it's Main Street and there's all these Italian restaurants that yeah. make that, make that pizza. You got the white pizza that is pretty much a stuffed cheese pizza yeah. with yeah. no sauce and then you got the red pizza that it's got that odd combination of cheese it's not one of my favorites but it does bring back memories because you had this style yeah like no when... of course it's it is one of my new favorites though when okay. you mix when you mix american cheese on a pizza it, yes. you shouldn't like it i, I don't no. think you should like it but i do and um i don't know that i'm getting it in new jersey I don't think I would choose to get in New Jersey. Like no. I said, I would get it, you know, the original spot is always best. Yes. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would love it here. No, no, no. You're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Cause uh, I think when I had like, and I went to a couple different places, one place was a little bit better cause it was, it was a crispier crutch crust. One was a little doughier. Uh, the cheese was odd. It was like this gloopy cheese and, it reminded me a little bit of St. Louis style pizza, which uses Provel cheese, which is a mixture of uh, processed cheese. And once again, you leave St. Louis, nobody's eating St. Louis style pizza. And St. Louis is a city that you can never get out to, has a lot of indigenous foods from. No, definitely toasted uh, toasted ravioli, right? The, yeah, uh... toasted ravioli is a St. Louis invention. You can't find you can find that in certain spots here in Indy. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I don't know why this is not popular elsewhere. Uh, they have like a, I also saw like a Chinese food sandwich that the they Saint, have. The St. Paul sandwich. St. Paul sandwich. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. I, I got to try this. I have to go out there. I will also be 300 pounds if I don't yeah. pace myself, you know. Yeah. They, they have some weird food out there. And they have a nice Italian area called the Hill where I think Yogi Bear is from. And uh, they, they, these old family homes that they've turned into restaurants and the families are serving you your food. Yeah, the St. Paul sandwich is odd because if you cross the Mississippi River into Illinois, they don't serve it. Yeah. But then like how awesome cross, is that? Like, like why? That That's amazing to me. No, nobody, and I actually have an article on that on Stadium Journey. I should send that oh, to you. Yeah, you're going to check it out. No, nobody knows where that came from. They don't know why it's called St. Paul. Uh, it's just, uh, I think it's probably Chinese restaurants said, hey, let's take something and Americanize it. So we'll take our egg foo young and we'll put mayonnaise, lettuce, and tomato on it. As you should, yeah. And we'll so serve I'm, it as a sandwich. I, there's a couple. There's a chow mein sandwich, I believe, in um, in Massachusetts, just south oh, of really? uh, I don't know Boston. About that. Yeah, that I'm going to go up there. There's a whole pizza style, too, called, uh, you know, it's a South. Beach pizza? It's, it's South. It's South. In Boston. Boston, it's South Shore Bar yes. Pie, and they have those laced edges. And then I'm thinking about doing that probably next month as a little road trip. Yeah, no, it's just amazing we can go to like St. Louis. You know, getting back to St. Louis barbecue pork steak. Yeah, is, is something really that good. Too. Yeah, that, that and that's really tasty. Those are good. Uh, I've had a friend from St. Louis. They have something called the Slinger, which is a it's like an egg dish with hash browns and chili covering it. Yeah, I've been reading about this too, and uh, 
it was you, right? You taught me or you showed me some of these South the, the, the Jinshu sandwich. And, and Chicago is another good foodie place. Yeah. So I, I think I'm pretty well learned. Like I look a lot of stuff up and then you tell me something that I've never heard of. So I, I have been now the, on these rabbit holes, just looking yeah. up these sandwiches and uh, well, the mother-in-law I, tamale. I mean, I, I yeah, that's no, Chi- Chicago's got some, like they have an Italian beef sandwich, which you probably have heard of. I never knew what that was until I came out here. And it's amazing. It's probably, I would rather have it than a cheesesteak. Yeah. So why, I mean, I, I like it a lot. I, I went out there for my birthday. I said, it was, we had to take off of work. Uh, we had our day off of work, you know, paid for, and I got a cheap flight. So I flew out to my birthday like six years ago, just to have the deep dish and to have the, the beef and the beef was amazing. Yes. Why With a jar is that, on it. Yeah. Why is that not everywhere? Like, why? I, I don't know. It's not even in, you can get in places in Indy, but it, it's not it's not popular. Like you go up to Chicago and you have these little uh, stores that sell euros and Italian beef and, and the, the uh, Chicago style hot dogs and the pizza puffs. Yeah. They, they do all sorts of weird stuff and it's good. It's, you know, really. And they have Chicago has his own style of barbecue uh, that are rib tips. Yeah. And then they have mild sauce, which they pour over the chicken wings, which is like mumbo sauce down in Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's a whole. Why, why does Buffalo chicken wings and, you know, Philly cheesesteak, you can get Philly cheesesteak in yes. Singapore, but you can't get, you know, you can't get a Chicago Italian beef. You should. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm doing this thing. This this foodigenous uh, blog of mine is just pure passion. I have a regular job. Um, I love it. It's cathartic, especially during the pandemic. But yes. You know, it's so fascinating to understand. It's, it's, it boggles my mind, and I think I'm going to try and figure that out. I'm not going to, but why do well, some of these hit, some of them miss, and well, some of them never? You know, I had a conversation with somebody about the uh, the hot plate, the garbage plate up in Rochester, yeah. and he says, you know, the buffalo chicken wing, you can get chicken wings everywhere. Now, I remember a time when you couldn't, you know, you know, you didn't have buffalo wing spots, and he said. Buffalo wings are like the perfect thing to eat with beer. It's the perfect thing to eat as an appetizer. You can get with fries as a meal. It's just, it makes sense for that to be popular. Whereas like the garbage plate is like three pounds of food that drunk people eat at night. If you really (laughs) think about what you're eating, you're not going to eat it. Uh, But yeah, you're right. The Buffalo wing is everywhere. Now there are places that say they have Buffalo wings and they give you something fried with batter on it. That's not a Buffalo wing. Please don't do that. So it's uh, some people mess it up. The Cuban sandwich I'm seeing at a lot of places now. Yeah. So some of these things that have been around for decades are starting to jump yes. off. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. I think a lot of it's that food porn and people are yes. posting stuff. I mean, I have this um, part of this Jersey pizza joints. If you're not on Facebook, Jersey pizza joints, mm-hmm. you know, it turns me on to a lot of different things. But, you know, I started I wanted to get a little street cred. Right. I never wrote before other than like I was writing screenplays and stuff when I was younger. So I started to uh, reach out to local blogs in Jersey to ask if I could write for free. And I did. So I saw this group during them. I and this was in the height of the pandemic. And it had three or four thousand followers. And I'm like, this is amazing. These people from Jersey are just putting they're They're talking crap about what, you know, it's too burned. It's not cooked enough. And I interviewed this guy who did this. And uh, by the time it published, it went from 3,000 to 9,000. It's at 67,000 followers of just really opinionated New Jersey folk talking about how great their pizza is and how you know not great your photo of pizza you posted is. And it's awesome. I love it. No, no, you're, ab- 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we when you leave New Jersey and you can't get pork roll or you can't get disco fries, which why aren't those not popular? Like poutine is becoming popular, but not disco fries. Exactly. It, it, you know. Exactly. And I've traveled a decent amount, you know, um, you know, regionally in the East Coast. I have yet to go to California. So, I mean, I'm lacking a lot of spots. Uh, I can't wait. I can't. I'm so excited to meet you because you have turned me on with it. I think we met a week ago. A week I ago. Have, I have learned so much about food I've never heard of. And that's me looking for it. So, I mean, how many other, you know, marks are out there doing what you do? Yeah. At least through your yeah. website, I see there's like 50 of you. So, well, and, and that's the thing with Stadium Journey. I start, I wrote a few articles, regional food, and then other people were like, well, hey, I live in, near new haven let me talk about our pizza or let me talk about that's pizza in the country by the way yeah new haven pizza is really good i'll I'll give that credit i do like detroit style that's i probably if i had to pick my top five it'd be new haven new york style uh or neapolitan whatever you want to call it detroit i do like the columbus flea market pizza just because it's yeah two two places make it it was i think a hungarian started it that's uh, what they told me great nice Uh, and then there's Quad City Pizza, which is is, is okay. Uh, they they throw a lot of crumbled sausage on it, makes it very heavy. But yeah, it's just it's just amazing how someplace something is popular, but not elsewhere. Like there's a there's a supermarket that sells Taylor ham pork roll here, and I'm saying that for all my New Jersey people, both things. <laughs> Uh, that every time I go there, they're like, ah, you're from New Jersey. You know, like nobody orders it unless you're from New Jersey. And I see a lot of New Jersey plates out here driving around, which I don't know why you don't change your plates to Indiana. You're saving a heck of a lot more money on insurance. You're right. I get it. You don't want Indiana plates, but your insurance <laughs> goes down big time. Trust me. And, but, you know, you go to the supermarket and it's like, ah, you're from New Jersey. You're a Jersey person. And they just start talking to you and. Every okay. single person listening to this podcast should try Taylor ham because yes. Taylor ham is nature's candy. Taylor ham should be a Philly cheesesteak and a Buffalo chicken wing because yes. it is the best breakfast meat. I like bacon. It is the best breakfast meat I've ever had in my life. And I think, you know, sliced thin, a little well done. Uh, yes. But it's now, what's the best way to eat it with egg and cheese on a roll or on so the side with eggs? I personally like it with just cheese, no egg, and I love a sesame bagel with that. Okay, I like a little black pepper and ketchup. Yes. I'll I'll mess around and put egg on it too. It's a little sloppier, but I just think any chance to put Taylor ham in your mouth or Taylor mm-hmm. ham pork roll or case pork roll or Hatfield pork roll, whatever you want to call it, all, yeah, which is which is all Taylor ham. Uh, yeah, everyone, listen, get it, try it. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's becoming a lot more popular when I tell people about it. It's funny when I travel, I'll bring it up to folks. And if you're from New Jersey, well, we always have that conversation because it's uh, yeah, it's great. It's in high school. It was the always the go to sandwich. If you didn't like what the the main dish was at the cafeteria, you got a pork pork roll sandwich with cheese on it on a bun. With yeah, fries. I feel like the Sopranos missed out. She The, the Sopranos should have done a whole episode on that. Yeah, and Tony and Tony and Taylor Ham. Well, yeah, no, that that would have been excellent. They did everything else, and uh, and then of course, so New what, Jer- else, what other recommendations? Quick segue. I apologize. What other no. recommendations for something that's hyper local, as you call it, 
um, that you think I may not have heard of that you've discovered is something I should put on my radar because I'm still looking for content all the time. Now, I think you covered everything in New Jersey. I mean, you have uh, like I—I I don't think you have disco fries yet. Am I? Oh, I have disco. Yeah, no, oh. I have a nice article about disco fries. Okay, it says nothing good happens at three a.m. Okay, uh, but it's not true because disco fries happen. At 3 okay, okay. So I guess I didn't read that one yet. And you have Italian hot dogs or Newark style hot dogs, which yeah, uh, Mark, we we just met, so no no harm, no foul. And okay. for anyone who uh, is listening, I write three minute stories because most of you guys don't have long attention spans and uh, i will force as many pop culture movie references as possible but yeah if you like food check it out it's something that uh you know yeah there's so many of us that like regional food it's uh yeah and you know you have the you have the utica greens and chicken riggies which i have not had yet but uh that's one of the reasons utica greens i went up there in april until today was my number one food that I ate this year. And it was okay. just escarole with prosciutto. I had a Fadley's uh, crab cake this morning in Baltimore, which trumped it. It's now my number one. Now, Fadley's, it's not fair because the crab cake that I had, I took my friends to. It was the best bite of food that I ate from 2010 to 2020. Nice. And uh, I tend not to repeat things because I, I get disappointed or I'll feel disappointed. And I brought my friends before we went home and uh, it held up. It is without a doubt the best crab cake I've ever had. And right now, the best thing that I've eaten in 2022. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, that's, that's, that's good to hear. But uh, something you haven't had. Uh, Indiana, we have a regional food called the pork tenderloin sandwich. I've yet to have that. I do know about that. It's, though. And uh, the you have to have a giant one that covers the plate and a bun that is. Yeah, it looks like a Fred Flintstone steak. That it's tips a, over yeah, it looks like home. a Fred Flintstone steak. You can get one of those in Indiana or Iowa. Those two states lay claim to it. Not Illinois. Uh, but if you go to Springfield, Illinois, they have something called the horseshoe sandwich or the horseshoe yes. platter. So, I'm not a big fan of it, but no. people seem to like it. It's with French fries, right? Yeah, it's French fries. There's actually uh, the baseball team out there is called the Lucky Horseshoes. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Have, one of their logos has a, a gym shoe. Not a gym shoe. I'm sorry. has a, the horseshoe plate. But yeah, it's uh, it's like a couple pieces of toast with uh, a burger traditionally with uh, fries surrounding it like a horseshoe with a beer cheese sauce on it. They also it sounds do amazing. Sounds yeah, amazing. They, they also do a breakfast version. They do ones with chicken. They do ones with fried food. But yes, that is uh, that's something that's very popular in Springfield. Some places out here have it. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's a little bit too much uh, carbs for me, but eh, yeah. you know, it's no, I think it, it, it all is. It's a, it's a little bit of a treat. It sounds like, so yeah, we, we met a week ago and I promise I will read up on your site because yeah. uh, you know, especially out Midwest, there's, it just seems like there's a lot of odd combinations that work and yeah. uh, you know, I yeah, got to try these. And then getting back to Cincinnati, we have, uh, there's something out there that's similar to Scrapple. It's called Getta. Oh, it's Getta. So I've been saying Goetta no, forever. Getta. So I'm glad we had yeah, this Yeah, it's Getta. And it's, you can't find Getta at the stores here at all in Indianapolis. There's a couple places that I know of that you have to travel about 45 minutes to to get. Like if you go to the, the Kroger down in uh, Columbus, Indiana, they have it there. But you fry that up extra crispy and you serve that with eggs. Yeah, that's on oh. my list. I actually, I'm going to do a getta. Is it getta? You said yes, getta. 
I'm going to do a get a scrapple blog at some point. I'm going to do a taste test. They taste different. They do taste different. It's the green that's different, right? Isn't one a green and another one is wheat or Geta has the oats in it. Okay. And so, but I think it's the same concept. They just like boil the head of a cow or a pig and (laughs) whatever comes up gets gelatized and yeah, but yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati's got that. They're known for their triple decker sandwiches. Fritch's Big Boy is popular out there. Uh, if you head up towards, um, I'm trying to think. Then there's Western style New York style pizza outside of Buffalo. Yeah, which, no. Uh, that's so I lived in Buffalo. I lived in Buffalo second, third, and fourth grade, okay. and um, it's kind of segues into what you do. But you know, the Bills Mafia right now, in my opinion, like them or or love the the bills it's the best football um audience or you know crowd they do this insane tailgate uh, portnoy did a uh, you know he did his little pizza test there and uh there's a pizza pete guy who cooks every week you know he cooks a pizza in a filing cabinet that he repurposed into a pizza oven he then takes that out and cuts it on an ironing board and serves it to all these maniacs who are dressed up. Um, and it's, it's good. It's really good. There are uh, a tremendous amount of odd things happening. It's like a Marilyn Manson video. Uh, there's a red Pinto. It's called the red Pinto tailgate. There's a red Pinto that they pull out and they cook things on it. There's a saw that has eggs cooking. There's a rake that has bacon. There's a World War II helmet that is filled with oil and it's deep frying buffalo wings. It's all free and it's amazing. I don't know if it's sanitary, but it's amazing. As long as it's amazing, I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've heard great things about, uh, you heard good and bad about Buffalo, uh, their fans. I know they... uh, uh, and they donated money to somebody's charity recently after they were injured. I don't know who that was, but it's cool. You, you hear a lot of good things about them. Uh, but yeah, I hear the tailgate is pretty out of sight. So it just, is, it is, it is amazing. So yeah, put that on your list if you have yet to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's uh, I don't get up to Buffalo that often, Yeah, but there's people up there that write for the site that live there. So maybe they need to get out there and talk about it a little bit more, you know, instead of just the game. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, I'd be happy to write for uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm trying to get my street cred up, but I, I really do enjoy going to sports games. I feel like the uh, sports games. I like going to stadiums, but yeah. I just haven't been to many. Yeah, so, uh, and and I'm noticing now a lot of stadiums are embracing these indigenous foods and like pork roll. Like when Trenton first opened up in 1994, you, I don't think you can get pork roll out there. Yeah, now silly, you can. Right? Not now you can. Now they have Case has a whole little section there with different ways of serving pork roll, which I think it's wrong. I think pork roll should only be served at the ballpark on a bun with cheese. I agree you with know? you. Like, yeah. It, I agree with that. 100%. They do you some know, weird think, stuff with it. I don't get it, but that's what they do. So, I came uh, back from the Ravens. Um, we went to the game, the Sunday game last night it was a great game, but the stadium itself, the, uh, it was a real disappointment. The, the, they had like 20 minute lines and you get up there and they say we ran out of food. So, huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to trash anything. I really, I'm not a review site. I don't want to do no. that. But as far as just, no, the, you're uh, fine. You, you speak your mind. We don't censor people on our show. That's what I like to hear. That was just disappointing. So they had pit beef and they had crab cake sandwiches. Oh, I, 
I assume they had them because they weren't available to us. So then they had you go on another line and 20 minutes later. And thank God there's a lot of TVs there. I was watching the game, but yeah, they ran out of that too. So by the end of the day, they were just serving um, broken nacho chips with a oh. lot of cheese, which I did not have. So I just, I had a Diet Coke. Yeesh, that you sounds know. terrible. It was horrible. It honestly was horrible. It's a beautiful looking stadium. The crowd was really cool. Uh, they were definitely into it, but have you been to Philly at all the, recently? Yeah, I've been to Philly. I've uh, been to uh, – well, I was in Philly a couple of years ago. and Did you have a Schmitter by any chance at the uh, at the link? No, I didn't have a Schmitter. Schmitter's like a, a cheesesteak that has some kind of salami that's fried in a secret cheesy sauce. That really? Is, yeah, it's insane. It was made by a bar years and years ago. But the fact that it's being the served sh- at the link, it's awesome. The Schmitter. So is this named after Mike, Schmitt? Mike Schmitt? No, no. it has nothing no. to do with Mike Schmitt. Who's my favorite all-time baseball player? Oh, yeah. Mike um, Schmitt was the beast. Was Yeah. Oh, here it is. The, well, I've never heard of the Schmitter. I've heard, of the, I've heard of the Texas Tommy hot dog, but not the Schmitter. Yeah, put the Schmitter on your list. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. There's a lot on my list. Uh, another one uh, you talked about, a regional, was the North Shore Roast Beef Sandwich in Boston. Yes, that's on my list, too. I've been to Boston a few times, and I'm always getting, like uh, – you know the 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 clam yeah. chowder. Yeah, just forget that get chowder. Chowder. Yeah, get that. That has that James River barbecue sauce, which I don't know if it tastes different, but you know maybe it does. So I I will find out, and I'm going to write about this stuff. So I have a, a bunch of things lined up. I'm going to my sister's, um, who lives in Georgia, at the end of this uh, month, and I was watching the TV show Atlanta, and I saw an episode that had uh, lemon hot. Lemon wet, lemon wet wings. Okay. And uh, I had to look it up. Never heard about it. They're basically buffalo wings that have this lemon seasoning on them. Yeah. And uh, I'll be writing a blog about that because nice. I saw it on TV. Oh, okay. If you're in Georgia, uh, where in Georgia? Is it Atlanta or? So I'm flying into Atlanta, spending a night there uh, just to do the food scene. And then I'm going out to Warner Robins, which okay. I believe won the Little League World Series at one point. Yeah. Um, because yeah, so, Georgia's Georgia's got some good barbecue, and you might even be able to find some boiled peanuts. Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna have boiled peanuts. I've been to my sister's a few times. Mm-hmm. They're they're served everywhere. You can get them at a gas station. Yes, you can get them, get them at a gas. Yeah, get, here in Indianapolis, there's one place to get them. It's this bar in Speedway next to the track. Uh, wow. Every, and sometimes How is, they, that? Is, that a, is that a thing? That yeah, I. Indianapolis, a bar sells them. I don't know why, because nobody else makes them here. You know, like I would have to go into Alabama to get them. And I love boiled peanuts. You know, as long as you don't make them too salty, they're excellent, especially Cajun style. I tend to blow up from the sodium, but uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, even if you don't taste the salt, it's it's in there. It's breaking down (laughs) the shells and and flavoring the water. Exactly. So. But yeah, so much, so much through the talk about we can be here all night. But yeah, no, I uh, appreciate you having me on, and I really appreciate what I'm. I know I'm going to learn about some things through your site. So thank you yeah. already in advance. Yeah, contact me if you come out to Indy. Let me know. We'll uh, we'll try to show you some indigenous food out here. Indy's not really known for a lot. It's it's a shame, you know. Yeah. Like if you think of Cincinnati, you think of Detroit, you think of. Uh, uh, Chicago and, and then St. Louis, then you got Indianapolis here, and it's like, okay, wh- what are you known for? Food. You got a good steakhouse, right? Yeah, yeah, St. Elmo's. Yeah, we have this uh horseradish sauce, uh, yeah. cocktail sauce that you know you put a little bit too much on your shrimp, 
Yeah, that's good with you when you have the old sinus infection. I yeah, guess, so. no, no. I love it. You can buy it by the bottle uh, at the stores at Costco. Uh, it's quality made product. It's really good. But, you know, it's when you uh, come yeah. out back to when you come back home, look me up and uh, we'll get yeah. some disco fries. We'll get some disco fries. I like it. All right. So let everybody know where you, they can find you, Adam. Tell us about your website. And sure. um, it's a, it's Thank you. It's foodigenous, F-O-O-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S uh, dot com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I am always looking for, um, you know, suggestions or recommendations. But, you know, I notice a lot of people just like my photos. They don't read my stories. And, uh, you know, I'm a well enough. I have a finance degree, but I also write stories. Uh, I thought I was going to be a screenwriter. And I definitely put pop culture in. But I do have a passion for food. And, uh they're pretty quick reads. So I call it bathroom reading. Give it a shot. Thank right, you so yeah. much for having me on your show. I, I really appreciate it. All right. No problem. All right. That was Adam. Thank you for coming on the show. My God, two Jersey guys talking about food. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow. Disco fries, pork roll, Taylor Hab, Italian hot dogs, Texas hot wieners, uh, gabagool, all good stuff. All that, all that crazy stuff, that crazy, crazy stuff. And then this guy knows all the regional foods. He didn't know Geta, though. He was calling it Goetta. But I got to tell you something. When I first moved to Cincinnati back in 2003, I was calling it Goetta as well. Uh, Geta. Get some Geta. I love Geta. So, ooh, good times, good times. Well, that was a little different conversation. We did talk about a, a little bit of baseball, a little bit about football. Uh, Bill's Mafia, the food they make out there. I don't know. I'm a Jet fan, so I don't think the Bills Mafia wants me out there. So I would have to go incognito. But uh, I, I do find it funny when we talk about like New York football teams doing well, people are bringing up the Bills. No one in my life has ever considered the Buffalo Bills a New York team. And when I say New York, I say New York City. Like they don't even consider the New Jersey Devils a New York City area team. And they're only a what six miles from arena to Madison Square Garden. I mean, maybe even closer now because I think that's the Meadowlands was six miles. Yes, Buffalo, you are not part of the New York City market. If I'm in Buffalo, I am not picking up New York radio stations like Z100 or Hot 97 or 103.5 KTU. I'm not putting on Channel 2 News from New York or Channel 4 NBC, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. I'm not getting a copy of New York Newsday or the Star-Ledger from Jersey or the Bergen Record. You're not New York City. You're in New York State. That's great. That, that's like somebody in – that's like a San Diego Padre saying that the San Francisco Giants are are, are part of uh, you know the, the sports landscape of uh, Southern California. It's not. Stop it. Stop trying to say you're New York. You're Western New York. Yeah, you are in New York State, but you're not New York City. So knock it off. Knock it off. Cut it out. Get out of here with that. Give me a break. Come on, man. So anyway, great, great podcast. Uh, this is my second of the day. And hopefully you are enjoying my podcast. You can catch them every Monday at 6 p.m. You can check me out on Ballpark Hunter. That is at Stadium. I'm sorry. You can check me out as the Ballpark Hunter on YouTube. That is my channel, which has 1,200 subscribers, close to 4,000 hours watched, and plenty of great content, including episodes of the 
podcast. They don't always come out around the same time as they do uh, through your uh, podcast aggregator. But let's be honest. Listen here, watch later. It's up to you. I give you a choice. And I want to thank everybody for listening. We will see you next time. This is Mark Fikas, the Ballpark Hunter, saying take care and happy journeys. Adios.